0: The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. This is Troidal Power, the host of Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast. The podcast where I, your host, Troidal
1: Power, play through games in a powerful way. And right now on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, I, your host, Troidal Power, am playing through Golden Sun. You should come listen to me play Golden Sun on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power. Find it and a lot of other weird stuff at probablywork.com.
0: Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPG from the past, present, and future. This is episode 29. I'm Rich. I'm Scott. And I'm Jay. Today we're going to talk about the craziest weapons we've seen in RPG games we love. in the episode we'll be holding our second rpg session for wild arms rpg club session i should say so no true catch up this week but we have what has everyone been up to just can't read
2: (laughs) i think we've all been up to a lot
0: this week or this past week or
2: so right yeah correcto mundo Who wants to go first
0: i think jay should go first since he has the most significant
2: okay (laughs) Uh, i don't know about
1: that um Well, I haven't done much gaming, unfortunately. Um, We've been doing a little bit more uh, remodeling stuff. So we have, we I don't know, got kind of like pandemic boredom and started remodeling. We replaced all the floors and we've been slowly putting in the baseboards and painting them, which is a huge pain in the butt. And I don't recommend ever doing it. Um, But we (laughs) have a, like most of the, uh, living room dining room kitchen done downstairs done so that I spent a good chunk of time doing that especially last weekend um, but aside from that I did get a new job um, yes so, so proud <laughs>
2: here you, so... Get it. you get one of these um, <laughs> yeah, Is that, so... that's more important than beating a game right
1: uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it was a big mistake or not. I, I did have a, I was working at a pretty good place, but it was doing contracting for the feds, um, which Scott knows that doing work for the government can get pretty terrible. Sometimes
2: it sucks.
1: Um, <laughs> but I was also also just kind of ready to move into a company that was a little more maybe challenging. I, I don't know. Um, what I was doing at the previous company was, pretty okay, but I've been feeling pretty unhappy for most of this year Uh, and probably a a couple months of last year as well. So I found a good, good kind of spot where I was in between projects at the company and it kind of gave me a a good, good time to transition away. Um, so I'm I'm moving towards a company that I I know Scott's heard of because him and I actually use the service that they (laughs) provide at one point. Um, but it does like, um, like security-based stuff for software. It's like a business-to-business business private company. Um, technically still a startup, but it's it's like in the unicorn stage, so it's producing a lot of revenue um, and just got another round of pretty huge funding backed by some of the big tech giants, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, I start that start that, on awesome. um, probably the Monday following the release of this episode, so that'll can keep your, I don't know, ear out for updates there i guess
2: <laughs> and then on the episode after that we'll talk talk about like what a huge mistake it was and he's crying like- <laughs> hopefully he's like, not. oh my god <laughs> i sure hope not the, the mistake i made
1: at this last company is that i like went all in because i was so obsessed with being like i don't know important i guess i went all in and like gave everything and it ended up taking all of my time so i was like
2: constantly glued to yeah. You got like three promotions and like several large raises in the short time yeah. over there.
1: And so it paid off, but I'm not going to make the same mistake of giving everything I have into the nine to five, Spent, leave a little more mental energy. Uh, what I think that's I'm not, good. I will not be going back to technical leadership, that's for sure, because I was a, a tech lead for the last year. Um, I will not be yeah. doing that again. That was probably the biggest mistake.
2: I could say doing like project management but as far as like I don't know taking on that much responsibility
0: yeah. <laughs> it's very draining to take on leadership I know that.
1: Yeah, it's not like I just like writing code man. Like <laughs> I don't yeah. like I like working with people but I whenever you're in technical leadership you you step away from writing code and you start like basically being like a I don't know, a business analyst that sets things up for the the other software engineers it's just not super fun
2: yeah i totally get that i I get so irritated at my work just when i'm not able to like actually program if people leave me alone and i get to actually like code i don't hate the job like i it's it's enjoyable Mm -hmm. but (laughs) that's the lot we're dealt i guess what about your work rich i heard you've been up to I love
0: the fact that you two have like the same industry you guys to talk about stuff me i just I'm just a coach and I lead and, and I, I manage people. So that's, that's all
1: oh, people yeah. are, pro, people are easier than machines. Machines just do what you tell them or other machines are, are easier don't, than people, people do what, people do do what do you not. want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's just, it's just been a little bit wild. My job um, I've gotten more busy. I work on a college campus for, um, for a bank. So colleges they're coming back. Students are coming back. So we're, helping and and just basically making sure everything's taken care of and i go back to my normal job branch which is about 45 minutes away so my about an hour and a half of my day is gone for driving which i get plenty of time to listen to books that's all that's always that's fun nice. um least. i discovered a new book series that i really like um that i think you guys might like i've talked about it a couple times the lit rpg series lit yeah. rpg yeah Never it's audible. That. So basically it's a guy that gets sucked into an RPG, uh an MMORPG, but there's some sinister stuff on the back end of it that you get to briefly hear about. And the guy makes all sorts of comments about Earth in that in aspects of this new world he's in. So he's basically in charge of things. And it's it's a pretty fun, fun little read there, or listen, I should say. Um
2: is it like um what's that? Ready Player One is it like that?
0: No, not like that. Well, I think in the same lines of that, but um, it's gotcha. like a nine book series. They're not very long; they're like eleven oh, hours. <laughs> like there's several. of The books that are only like eleven. Well, I mean, I'm that's a
1: hundred hours of hundred hours of listening to a book.
0: Yeah, but I have an hour and a half of to do that a day. So hundred days, <laughs> basically. Know, you know,
1: Less three enough. and a half months.
2: It's not too bad.
0: What you're saying is you can get through the whole series faster than you can get through oh, God, 5. yeah. So <laughs> there's that. And it's just my my job's just demanding a lot of my mental um, capability. So I've just been trying to do things and it's been causing some things to get put on the back burner. So, and then. Yeah. So
2: you don't normally work at the, the campus I do. branch
0: and you're about to switch back to your normal. No, bank? campus branch. I, I, norm, I run the campus branch, but since the COVID happened, mm. Everything got shut down, so I got shipped. Gotcha. I got shipped to my hometown, which made driving to work less than like two minutes.
2: Uh, so gotcha. now I'm
0: back. Uh, so you're about to lose even more time. Yeah. So of your day. good times. Um, so
2: Rich is going to get COVID soon. No, man,
0: if he's having to work because the I wear a mask every day, like I'm supposed to. I wash my hands several times a day and use hand sanitizer and spray everything.
2: I feel like at a school though, you still only have so much. And control, I have glass shields so. in front of me.
0: That's the I
2: hope the best for you. I've actually had a few like friends that actually know IRL <laughs> get it recently. So Yeah, sucks. my
1: grandma just tested positive for it. Oh, yeah. She's 70 and still works part-time in the hospital. Um
2: but she That's her symptoms. She just like, has is a really it, bad right really or...
1: or... Uh but she has to t- she's having oh, to okay. uh do breathing treatments, but she's yeah. positive mm-hmm. and, and seems to be doing well.
2: So One of my friends that got it said her only symptom was she woke up with a, uh, a, she couldn't smell or taste anything. That's weird. I think not being able to taste anything would scare me because it's never, I'm very
0: hopeful that I won't have any issues or anything. I'm very, I'm trying to be optimistic that nothing will happen. Um, because if you focus on the negativity on it so much, that's just going to drag you down. So if I think, okay, nothing's going to happen, it's all going to be good. Positivity you'll be, you'll be just fine. You just um, got to remember, man.
1: So if we send you positive yeah. vibes, you just got to remember <laughs> if you get knocked down, you can get back, a, back, back up again.
2: Yeah. Get back up again.
0: Basically. So <laughs> you never, never going to be down. You down. <laughs> so what I've been really focusing on is uh, like I said, I continue my training, my workout training. Cause I have another competition in like seven weeks. Um, and then I'm done for the rest of the year, probably till next year at some point. Um, and I eat better and I do more cardio so I'm trying to boost my immune system. So I don't have any of these problems. So it's probably smart. Yeah, probably I too smart. have
2: tried to be healthier. Uh, <laughs> so do you think that you're going to get more time back once you switch, despite your commute or things will be, uh, crazy? no, my time's going to get worse.
0: So I've already started commuting like in the last two weeks. That's why my week's been insane. Mm. Um, and I've been working later. So, um, that sucks. That's all right. right. My yeah. training, it still takes, <laughs> you I know my, time. my training still takes like two hours plus the cardio inside of that. So it's like, Oh
1: my God. How mo- are you taking like 10 that minutes sucks. between all your sets of three squats? Yeah.
0: Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm getting into some pretty <laughs> big heavy in my, in my terms, like heavy sets, like over 300 pounds of squats, like for reps of five. So, I mean, Jay knows yeah. that's, that's a lot. It's cardio I and mean, cardio, but I can't wait for you to start doing it
2: again uh, (laughs) As uh, for me I went on vacation I got back uh, Wednesday And we went to Mexico Beach, Florida Which sounds insane to go to Florida right now But uh, this place Was hit by a hurricane in late 2018 And so it was kind of like a ghost town Um, Lots of wreckage on the beach As far as like wrecked houses And stuff like that we didn't come within like six feet of anybody the whole time. Like, we went straight from uh, the Airbnb, which was on, more or less on the beach. And um, <laughs> the place, the town didn't have like a grocery store. It had like a food truck as its only restaurant. <laughs> but that's cool because that's exactly what I wanted. Um, got up in the mornings, played wild arms, was able to, I was worried I wasn't going to be able to actually. Finished Wild Arms based on the uh, being on vacation stuff, but I think maybe that actually made it a little easier for me. To You're do lucky that. to get a
0: vacation. I need yeah.
2: Well, I'm, I think we're gonna t- try to take another one next month with just uh, me and Corey. We went with uh, a friend. How many so. vacations do you get? I've got lots of PTO, and I haven't spent any of it until this vacation. So, <laughs> so I, I'm mov- I'm going um, into a company that has technically
1: unlimited PTO, by the way. So just saying that. Just
2: saying hey, it. hopefully that turns out to be like where it's not the type of culture that makes you feel guilty for using I've been I hate told you both. that that there's like a
1: technically a mandatory at least two weeks but other than that it's flexible and as long as it works with the team
0: it can... should be like common i think that's a common practice for a lot of companies is like you're mandatory two weeks of vacation like for me you have to take like a week of vacation there's other reasons behind it but you have to take a week off of vacation so yeah
1: we don't want to pay you yeah. out for that vacation. We don't want to add that to your paychecks. So just
0: right. leave for a week.
2: Mm-hmm. I've been trying to job search too, but my uh, my resume is not as illustrious as Jay's. So I've been having a harder time with it. But a lot of the companies I have seen, there's a lot of, it seems to be very common to just have unlimited PTO these days. Easy Whenever whenever you're in the tech field, All people
1: right. don't really hate their job. So
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for better or for worse. <laughs> All right. We want to go on to the save state Let's of the podcast.
0: Do this. Alright, guys. So uh, the RPG after years has a pretty poppin' Patreon for you all. Scott, why don't you tell us about that?
1: <laughs> My Patreon be popping. My Patreon be cool.
2: <laughs> we got a we got a, a wet ass Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that on the fly. <laughs> Get a bucket. Uh, and okay, a so yeah. Mop. <laughs>
0: We got whores in the house. No. What is happening? Uh,
1: have you not heard that song?
0: No, it sounds terrible. Got
1: Okay, there has to be some spin on we got whores in this house for or for this. We'll have to think about it.
2: We got RPGs <laughs> in this house? Cause you
0: just said the word wet ass, <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds disgusting.
2: <laughs> There's a new song. Uh, I think it's by Nicki Minaj. No, it's Cardi called B. Wet Ass Pussy. And oh, somebody okay.
0: Doesn't surprise me. Grab a
1: bucket. It's very mop.
2: vulgar, and it's been in the pop culture quite heavily, just because it's it's so like outrageous that it's caught on and turned in like a little bit Aww, of a meme. Disgusting. It's just, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, you should you should look it up. Oh up god, us. though. But yeah, we we got that WAP. We asked <laughs> Patreon. Um, uh, so, some of the benefits uh, you get early <laughs> episode access, <laughs> so this comes out a couple of days before the main show. Um, and-, <laughs> we- <laughs> <laughs> and for on this uh so that tier you can also touch
1: rich's little dingley thing that swings in the back of his throat <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> Um,
2: you also get ad free episodes so no anchor talk no uh promos you get the aftercast which i think it is time for us to record a new one so I'm not sure whose turn it is to record the, or to come up with the aftercast thing. But basically that's just a bonus episode where we talk about whatever the hell we want. We try to keep it sort of related to the, the gaming in general, but sometimes we go on wild tangents. We've got uh, extra reviews. I believe the Animal Crossing review is out now. We are uh, going to record Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze soon and uh jay is going to plan a last of us review as well i believe at some
0: point i need to play that game so bad
2: yeah. <laughs> Well, we're talking about the, the first Good last night. of us although not this is a bit of a spoiler alert but i have also finished the second one now so that's ding ding coming yay, at bling, some point. ding ding <laughs> uh i was thinking it's been like a month or longer since we've had to do a uh, true catch up so we're going to have well i will have a lot to say when we get to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you <laughs> yeah um uh, another new benefit the rpg club you get to nominate and vote on which game we will be playing each patron gets one nomination and three votes so that's how we ended up on wild arms and a lot more there's lots of good benefits out there we really appreciate any support you can give us here at the rpg after years and you can find that at patreon.com rpg and we actually just
1: now added a new benefit where you can park your big mac truck right in Rich's little garage. So look All forward day, to that. All day,
2: every day. What is a big That's part of the
1: song. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> I haven't actually sat well, down and listened to it. I've just like heard th- that shit in like, the background. Oh my God, I've heard videos. it so many times. <laughs> All this sounds d-
0: just horrible. It is
2: disgusting. Hilarious.
1: It is so funny.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: so we also have a Twitch, which we are streaming to right now. So you can uh, get involved in that, hang out. Um, you know, chat with us as we're streaming. Um, At some point, we may stream video games, but I am not going to say that we will definitely do that at this point because we are busy, busy little
2: boys. Um, Didn't you say you were going to try to like set up some kind of schedule for yourself? Turning over a new leaf. I am. I
1: do have a calendar with my my um, proposed schedule, but I am not going to. Tell anybody that until I know I'm gonna stick to it so so gotcha. you can find that uh yeah, so, twitch.tv forward slash rpg after years yep
0: we're
2: live, live right now on custom live streaming service um, right
0: please donate to us now
2: um <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll just stay here until somebody <laughs> no, I mean'll i I'll take a shirt off I don't
0: care
1: There's some holes in this um,
2: house <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Um, Another new thing we're doing, the RPG Club. A couple weeks ago, we kicked that off. We had our first session. Um, So if you don't know what the RPG Club is, basically, it's a book club for RPGs. Um, We play through small chunks of an RPG in two-week segments. And uh, we just talk about that part of the game when we get there. It's a community thing. So uh, today, we will be having our second session of the RPG Club where we were supposed to get to the Sacred Shrine. Um, so the next checkpoint. Try to get to to finish the gate generator by September sixth in Wild Arms. If you're playing along, I don't know what that means, but our uh, our Oracle Colin has uh, been guiding us all on this journey. Oh, so, hey. You need
0: to talk with Colin here about these uh, sections. Okay, okay, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> So the next thing on that is Bill's JRPG adventures and other trappings currently playing the super robot wars. I have no idea what this is, what he's doing. It's is, <laughs> the bill thing. This is another bill bill thing. Okay. He seems that like every month or so he'll come up with a new podcast.
2: Bill ventures. Yeah. <laughs> I think super robot wars. I don't even know what system it was on, but it, it was in, I saw a screenshot. It's in black and white. And I think it's just like a, a mech fighting so. game or something. Like where like does that. he
0: find this stuff? Like seriously it'll just like come up with some random game and pull out of his ass and just go, well, I'm gonna play this game. I'm gonna do a review on it.
2: I wonder where Disa is in it. I'm sure she's been he's playing got like eighty hours. He did finish that, uh Monstania, and I think he's gonna review that soon. So look forward to that. I, I yeah. uh, one more announcement. We will be launching our merch store very soon. It's uh it's already live if you try hard enough to find it on Redbubble, but (laughs) um yeah we're gonna have all kinds of products you know masks mugs shirts i have a a product request
1: i want a beanie i need a new
2: beanie (laughs) a beanie i don't (sighs) think they have beanies i'm gonna complain fortunate it's kind of crazy they have like dozens and dozens of different types of products but no kind of hat from what i've seen so hats must be difficult to customize and mass produce (laughs) i don't believe it um yeah, so look forward to that. I've already ordered uh, a mask. I'm, I made a post on the uh, Twitter. I saw me that. showing that off I yesterday. I want one. So I I will probably
1: yeah. buy a hoodie because I'm a a hoodie slut. So
2: <laughs> hoodie <laughs> hoodie slut. <laughs> yeah, I'll. We'll honestly, probably end up dropping quite a bit of money just so I can rep our show wherever I go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited about that. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to eventually. Tell you guys how to find that next week. But yeah, I think that's uh, it.
0: All right, everyone. So, do you want to go, yeah, go to just the news, do this Rich? news thing? Let's go. I was
1: waiting for a transition noise. Did you play the transition noise?
2: The jingle is the transition oh. noise. Oops. So, here we go. It-
0: <laughs> hear ye, hear ye, gather around
1: for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news. Why well, do I feel like it's been two months since we last recorded something?
2: <laughs> it has been two weeks,
0: but it's, it does feel like it's been forever. Just, just love how Jay just totally ruined everything on that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry, guys. Uh, Jay Bruce All right, on.
0: guys. So let's just go with this one. So the Sales of the Trials of Mana remake. I guess, did a really good job and it exceeded Square Enix's initial expectations. I don't think they thought it was going to do that well, but it did pretty good. Didn't this thing come out, I think, right around when Remake came out from Final Fantasy VII? It was around so, that time, I think. Well, according to Famitsu's estimated physical sales numbers, just shy of 250K in Japan. Oh.
2: So, I find this... Uh... Maybe it's just the series in general, but I found this kind of interesting because usually when Square Enix talks about their sales, they're like, well, I know it sold 8 billion units, but we really wanted 15. Yeah. It's like, are you yeah. insane?
0: <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Like, I, I think with all of these new, like the sales expectations that they had, it didn't even say what they expected for it, but you know, it shows that. You know the the public wants these other games, Um and Square Enix needs to focus on their other stuff too. So, the Mana series still has still holds some value to them.
2: The heart wants what it wants, and apparently,
0: we want. Them. Well, the heart wants the thirteen trilogy on the Switch, but that's still not happening. <laughs> it's still pissing me off. Yes, one day.
2: I think that it is interesting though that um, the they seem to have been doing more with the Mana series in general yeah. lately. Because they had that collection and they had that remake of Secret uh-huh. of Mana and now this one, which so I wonder if maybe we can. It's just going to keep it They might
0: put out a new game at that point, like a new entry in the series. If they're just testing the waters I'm like, oh, OK, so this one did OK. This one did really well. Well, shit, I guess we got to make a new one.
2: Jay, didn't you say that you wanted to play the Trials of Mana remake?
0: I did. <laughs> it's on the wish list. <laughs> there are many things it. that
2: I'd like to play, Scott.
0: I still have it, but man. like wild arms.
1: <laughs> All right, so up next, Gotham Knights. So there was a, a world premiere with uh, with a, some gameplay walkthrough.
2: World premiere,
1: Gotham Knights. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually not totally expecting this to look so cool and actually be what it is. So it's an open world, cooperative action RPG. Gotham Knights and it all takes place like apparently Batman's dead and it's up to Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood and Robin to protect Gotham. So like I don't know, that actually it, sounds uh, cool. I, w- I watched the gameplay this morning and it looks really good.
0: That's um, I watched that too. Ooh. I was
1: not expecting this cuz I I've, I've seen like all the the different Gotham games that have come out over the the past I don't know what 10 years and they've never mm-hmm. really Looked interesting to me, but this one, this one looks good. This looks very Mm. interesting.
2: Yeah, a a Batman game not starring Batman sounds awesome. I bet
0: he'll show up though. That's the (laughs) thing. So he's really alive. Batman
2: (laughs) is
1: dead, quote unquote.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that this is an RPG, but in related news, they didn't they like announce a Suicide Squad game where your your goal is to like off the Justice League
0: maybe the dc big Sometimes fandom thing week. was this weekend and they released so much stuff um the new i guess the flashpoint movie where Batfleck is coming back um oh, then you oh, saw yeah. the batman movie with yeah, Michael yeah, Keaton. That was, that's kind of cool though <laughs> um then you got the batman with robert pattinson it looked okay i'm still kind of eh, on that just to see the twilight <laughs> boy running around as batman um and then you got this one, the the dark, uh, the uh, the Gotham Knights, and I think the Suicide Squad stuff. There's, and then Black Adam is supposed to be. Um, I think the Rock made teas about that. Yeah. It's just he this did. Is he their made an version.
1: Instagram post about it.
0: Good. So this is their version of like the Marvel stuff. So we'll see what happens.
1: You know, how come DC seems to, like the DC universe seems to make really awesome games, but their movies suck? And then for marvel it's the complete opposite that's a good yeah.
2: question the uh because all those arkham games are
0: supposed to be i really like good
2: them. i have a lauren loves them she's always telling us you got to play the arkham games and i'm like i don't have to do anything
0: i just don't know i don't know why that's weird that's a good point i didn't think about that i i just think the movie stuff that they're trying to do just doesn't happen they keep getting pulled in like 13 different directions like why is there now two batman movies I think it's cuz they're not sitting I'm back. Sure it seems like
1: Marvel whenever they planned all their crap, they sat back and was like, "Okay, we got 20 years. What are we doing?" <laughs> and then
2: back, and then DC's like, "Okay,
1: we got a year. What are we doing?"
2: <laughs> See, DC had one of those uh, like Mad Libs books where you just fill in the blank <laughs> and it just... I, haven't, I haven't seen one of those since they... like 11. <laughs> They're probably like they've got like Robert Pattinson and a bunch of actors and like different properties on a wall, and they're just throwing darts like blindfolded after they get spun around, or
0: or a wheel. <laughs> they've just a list of mainstream actors they've got, and they spin the wheel. So, all right, and this guy's Batman now.
1: We got The Rock <laughs> and Batgirl. Oh, that's not gonna work. Move it over one.
0: That's <laughs> actually kind of crazy that The Rock hasn't been in a Marvel movie. I wish he was, but. But it seems yeah, like okay too. so they Marvel's doing a really good job about pulling old actors and actresses that have, have like basically might have gone past their prime just a little bit and then it pulls them back in. Like Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, yeah. uh Michael Douglas. Uh, I mean Paul Rudd was starting to kind of fade away a little bit and then he will yeah, never fade. He cannot fade. No, he's
1: he drinks then, the blood <laughs> of infants, don't you know?
0: And then RD, RDJ <laughs> had uh, basically committed all sorts of crime. And drug problems
2: and now he's one of the richest men yeah. on the planet again or more rich
0: than he was anyway
1: talk about really playing <laughs> uh, into the role
0: yeah he he kind of just it's true. He's like you know what my life sucked i'm just gonna take this and i'm just gonna make this me now so i'm sure that
2: um if they could choose though dc would much rather be successful at the uh, the movie yeah. industry than the gaming industry so. oh, yeah. more money
1: <laughs> more money more mo
2: problems and our last story today, um, we got quite a bit of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles HD Remaster news, which is a little surprising. It is very close to release now. In fact, I think it's like uh, twenty seventh this coming week. Yeah, but they they made some pretty like major news announcements about it. So first off, um, they are adding thirteen post game dungeons, and apparently they are all supposed to be harder than anything in the main game. That's pretty crazy. I think there there's not that there's more than 13 I think, but there, there's not that many dungeons in the the base game. So it, it's almost like they're doubling the content. Which is pretty insane. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um so but they're post game, so I don't know like uh who knows. Oh, they also announced speaking of multiplayer that they um that there is no crossplay, I think is what it was. So wait, was it crossplay or no, it was region locked. There crossplay, but it's region locked. So um, we can't
0: play with Bill, basically. From I'm okay what with I understand.
2: that. Oh. <laughs> that's that's, that's actually... I requested that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, we want to play a game with Bill, but seriously, we don't want to be up at like 3 in the morning.
2: True. Um, and then they also announced that they are adding in characters from across the Crystal Chronicles series as playable. So like King Leo from... Uh, what is it uh, my life as a king everybody's beloved you know game everybody remembers all these crystal chronicles characters <laughs> uh Lael from the really bad wee one you know so I, that's actually pretty cool i think it seems like they're really going all out to um you know make this a very fresh and new experience you just there's no local multiplayer which kind of sucks but Corey wasn't too interested in any in it anyway
1: Let's Corey now? So, yeah.
2: <laughs> he knows nothing. So, uh yeah, for those that... We're, we're still talking about whether or not we want to uh, actually play it together or
0: not, but maybe. My, my answer Depends is yes.
1: So if it doesn't happen, it's it's these guys' fault.
0: I say yes, too. I mean, it's two against three. And oh, that doesn't both. happen. Scott's fault. Yeah.
2: Just blame Scott. Majority rules there. What about if you guys uh meet the, your deadlines in Wild Arms? I'll buy Crystal Chronicles. You know, that's not fair.
1: (laughs) RPGs released this week. I don't know any of these. So, The Revenant Prince, August 13th. Eastern Exorcist, oh, that was on the PC. Eastern Exorcist, also on the PC, August 14th. That's for early access. Uh, And exactly the same with Dreamscaper. So, PC, the 14th, entering early access. Uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker Definitive Edition on PS4 and Xbox One on August 18th. Mortal Shell PS4, Xbox One, PC on August 18th. Death and Request (laughs) 2. These names (laughs) are stupid. Uh, PS4 (laughs) and PC. Uh, So it's the 18th for the PC and the 25th uh, in North America. And then the 28th in Europe. And then Rune Stone Keeper Switch August twentieth.
2: I also know like nothing about any of those. The series.
0: Death End Request Two, just the name makes no sense. Like Jay Death End
1: Request Two.
2: You guys remember that game? And it, had, it was like the title was just like, like a line of yeah. code. <laughs>
1: I actually <laughs> heard that was a good
2: game. So that's a, oh, how about that? So RPGs that are coming up, as we mentioned, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered is coming to the PS4 Switch. And mobile on August twenty seventh. Uh, but we already talked about that at length. Uh, Moon, the, the name of the game is just Moon. That's coming to Switch on August twenty seventh. Wasteland three, PS four, Xbox one, and PC on August twenty eighth. Windbound coming to everything on August twenty eighth. And Nexomon Extinction also coming to everything on what August twenty eighth. that
1: Nexomon? Sounds like an attempt at is it. At- Digimon,
2: uh, Nexomon. Disa says that <laughs> okay. she says that's Idea Factory. Definitely getting it at some point. I wonder if that's the Death End request thing we were talking huh. about, or maybe it was Moon. I'm pretty sure Idea Factory is like Disa's favorite uh, game. Oh, opening, Nexomon so.
1: is like a like a Pokemon kind of replacement. Oh,
2: interesting. Oh, fancy. Never been done before.
0: Oh no. <laughs> All right, so let's take a quick break before we get into the main topic. Too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of MC Troy and Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes.
2: To seek out the best
1: and worst media in the Star Trek franchise.
0: To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. <laughs>
1: You can listen to these goobers talk about Star Trek by searching for Too Young for This Trek or by visiting probablywork.com.
0: All right, guys, welcome back. Let's get to the main discussion. What are some of the craziest weapons in RPGs?
1: No <laughs> weapons and RPGs.
0: So, what did you want to talk about the, the RPG? All right. So, is? basically, I, when I was replaying Final Fantasy X, I'm still doing that. So, I just, just skip over that. But, quoting hands. Yeah. I'm
1: still playing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I got to think of like Lulu's weapon. Okay. So, the little doll. <laughs> the boobs, that right? Yeah. The boobs, that, that thing. So, the little weapon, little doll thingy runs to the monster and basically says Moogle. It. Moogle or whatever it is. You could change it out. Yeah,
2: that's, that's
0: Yeah, possessed us. stuffed Tom animals. Berries. Yeah. Actually, I don't think there is a Tom Berry So one. it basically just takes off and runs to the monster if you don't do any magic attacks, and then it just smacks them. And it does massive amounts of damage if you get a certain, like, on the spear grid. So we got to thinking about what other weapons in different RPG games just don't make any sense and are just, like, over-the-top crazy. Um, so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it.
2: You know, that, that is a fair criticism. I, it has never explained how th- those dolls work. Like, is Lulu, like, possessing them? Does she use them as, like, a puppet? Are they, like, just built that way?
0: Are they alive? <laughs> are they attached to her boobs? I don't know.
2: Yeah. What is funny is when you, uh, if you, for some reason, are able to get Lulu's strength really high, like if you're grinding at the end of the game, or I guess if you did the expert sphere grid, just, you know, do a shit tons of damage with your little doll.
0: Yeah, makes no sense. Why? And then if you take on the opposite <laughs> side of that with, on that game and you look over to Waka, her, her lover, I think in this one they're in love. But anyways, he has a beach ball. Blitz ball. It's a blitz uh, ball, first of all. It's a blitz you're ball. Hard. Okay. I'm sorry. It's it's a blitz ball. It's a beach ball.
2: It is funny when you're fighting like uh, enemies that are far away, like I guess when you're on the airship or maybe that sin fight while you're in the boat and he has to throw it like, you know, a mile. <laughs> yeah. like there's no way that's coming back. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> There must be like some kind of like his homing or, or something where it just not, bounces right And back I swear to
1: there it. are different weapons of his that make it look like it's just a, a, a big thing of iron. Like, it's like, yeah. you're throwing this? What are you doing? <laughs> this like would just go straight down. Better. This would fall down. You would not get any <laughs> momentum while throwing this.
2: It would. There's a couple versions that like
0: where it's covered in spikes or like saw blades. <laughs>
1: how are you how are you holding
0: this? <laughs> yeah. Or it would right? just drop on his foot and smash it. I mean, you realistically, know, like somebody should just do a little video of him trying to throw it and it just falls on his foot and ends up killing him.
1: Or like lands like a foot after like in front of him. And he doesn't even get it any anywhere close. Certainly not throwing it a mile to hit some flying dragon thing while they're on the albedge. Yeah.
0: And then comes back to him with one-handed <laughs> catch.
1: <laughs> He's like
0: I got this, while the
2: ship is moving.
1: Yeah, while the ship is. I moving. guess that's.
2: <laughs> I guess that's one aspect that requires a little bit of a
0: suspension of yeah. disbelief. But maybe that's the case with all these weapons we're about to talk about. So, and then we've got a list too of of, of an article that shows some uh, impractical RPG weapons we'll kind of talk about too. But I put a list together of various games that have some pretty off the wall uh weapons so i'm not a big i'm not into the witcher series quite yet i haven't played much of them so i put it on there for jay and if you could remember any weapons that are just kind of
1: they're actually awful. really sane it's probably oh. the the most sane of this list he just has a an iron sword and a silver sword silver sword for the monsters and he can like put spells over the swords to or like rub um specific types of oil over the swords to like do more damage to specific monsters. But other than that, it's just regular old
0: swords. So the Witcher, <laughs> I guess normal. it is realistic in that yeah.
2: aspect, Witcher's, which <laughs> is
1: pretty dang normal.
0: What about, so when you, you know, I say what, so what were you going to say, Scott?
2: I was just going to say that when you said crazy, ridiculous RPG weapons, the very first thing that comes to mind for me is, um, you guys remember in final fantasy 13, two Caius's sword, a big ass one. Uh, yeah, it's like it's he- I'll post a link in the slide, but it's like gigantic and ridiculously impractical. Um it, you know, you talk about like Cloud's Buster Sword and how crazy that is, but this thing just looks unusable. Looking up a- Oh,
1: yeah, it's like like
2: why why does it need so many spikes? You can't hold that. You can't. Yeah. It's like not symmetrical at all and it's like the size of his body, even more so than like the Buster Sword. It's more is. like just a a rock rather than a sword. It has like two points on the end, so I guess you would have to stab somebody. It's not with it. ergonomic at all. It's ridiculous. I do really like Caius, but his sword is crazy.
0: <laughs> so, like, when people are making the the art for it and everything, do they? I wonder if they take anything of practicality into play when they're designing these weapons. Like, hmm, this would totally not work.
1: I doubt it. I think they're more looking for the oohs and the ahs. Like, um, one one that always comes to my head is. Like especially in the Kingdom Hearts series, like the um the majority of the keyblades in Kingdom Hearts are like really ridiculous. Like how's this gonna actually it's a blunt weapon most of the time. And the yeah, the very few that are actually like sword kinda look like a sword are or like the keyblades like sharper. It's like that's super unbalanced. That's like seventy pounds at the at the end of the blade, like how you're going to hold that. I know Sora has the spaghetti arms. You're right.
0: Didn't they say <laughs> he's a key oh, yeah. wielder? Didn't they say a long time ago that the original keyblade was actually a chainsaw and they had a, or the original was like, was a chainsaw of some fashion and Disney made them change it because it was too violent. I could have sworn. I forgot about that, but yeah. I think that's right. And I've they're like, Oh, let's oh. just look it up. Jay. Look it up right now. I'm pretty
1: sure there's a, well, I mean, as part. a, like as it fits into the game, keyblades are really cool weapons, but like they're kind of dumb. Yeah. I'd say probably the coolest keyblade, in my opinion, is Fenrir on Kingdom Hearts 2, I think it is. You get it you get that it after cool you beat one. Sephiroth, I think. That's
2: probably mm-hmm. the It's like shapes like the clouds like Fenrir symbol from Adventure. Yeah, and, and it's kind
1: of... uh it's like a modern key instead of like an old time key.
2: Mm -hmm. oh yeah and what is it riku's newest keyblade is like it just looks like a giant car key oh
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you're right
1: and so those are a little more like okay that's pretty cool i
2: could see how that i could
1: see how that would work but like um especially whenever you get into oh what is it the weapon that xehanort uses at like the very very end of kingdom hearts 3 it's like massive and it's like Blade. like huge and it's, it's
2: like ah. shaped in like a cross yeah. shape. Like,
1: this is not <laughs> this is not how it
2: works uh, I saw like somebody comment the other day they're like still thinking about that scene and I think it's like Kingdom Hearts coded where Mickey and the other Disney cast gets like locked in a room it's like why didn't you use your key that can unlock anything <laughs> <laughs>
0: it goes useless. back to the, lo- the logic of Resident Evil games where you have a gun they could break the lock. It's like, oh, right. I need this right. star shaped key to unlock this door to get where I need to.
1: And I'm pretty wow. confident most human beings can kick down a door. Especially oh, yeah. especially mouse, ones though, that can fight zombies and are in really good shape. Yeah. To just and- run from zombies <laughs> for an entire game.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then the fear adrenaline would kick in and give you extra strength. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to go, oh, let me get this key out to unlock this door while I have a zombie getting ready to bite me in the ass. No, I'm going to go through the door. Right. So, um,
2: I, I guess another f- famous example of a stupid weapon would be uh, the gunblades, especially in their original form. In I feel 8. like a lot
1: of Final Fantasy has pretty, pretty dumb weapons. Yeah. Uh, the gunblade, I don't even understand. Where's, what's the gun part? What's the gun part do? It, it okay. has no so th- uh, no barrel.
2: Yes. In eight, um, it does not actually fire any kind of bullet. So apparently when you press the trigger, uh, it fires around inside the sword. And timed well, the reverberation of the blade from the gunshot going off inside of it can cause more damage as you slash. That's the, the idea. <laughs> I guess that goes to the uh, the gameplay mechanic where you know you can press R one with Squall when he's attacking to do a little bit of extra damage. Or you just put it on
1: auto. Wouldn't that like reverberate in your hands though?
0: Uh, yes, probably. <laughs> but he's a seed <laughs> that makes it so his bones won't break and his cartilage will stay fine.
2: They did improve it in uh, Final Fantasy thirteen where it actually transforms between sword and gun form, and I actually thought that was actually kind of mm-hmm. cool but another <laughs> you, you just can't think too hard another about these
1: one things. that's kind of goofy to me is titus's brotherhood sword like it has that hook so it kind of looks like a fish hook yeah but yeah. i don't i don't think that that would actually work well while slashing because the the whole point of slashing is to like not like hook into it like you're supposed to just slide down it you know
2: but uh, well, i guess if you hook something then it would like and then you actually
0: get your sword back that thing yeah you're gonna up. like take a chunk of skin with
1: you <laughs> yeah but you, you yeah. like get it wrapped around a bone or something and it's just gonna jerk out at your hands
0: yeah again mm-hmm. somebody should make some realistic cartoons of what would happen if you use some of these weapons i i think <laughs> what you're saying would be he'd hook into one of those big monsters hook a bone and that monster would throw his ass like in the sky
1: oh you know what we can't forget <laughs> about What's sephiroth that? sword Oh no. Oh, that's oh, a good point. Like, I I've actually watched a video where somebody created it, like and it's you can't use it. It's impossible. Like,
2: because swords I just imagine it like a wobble That's exactly what happens because being... swords are meant to flex. <laughs> like
1: you have to be able to flex a little bit with a sword or else it's gonna it's gonna break over time. It has mm. to have some sort of flex. So like a sword that long is just like, <laughs> like you can't really <laughs> do anything with it. And kind of the same with the Buster yeah. Sword, like it still has to have some flex, or it's going to be brittle.
2: How long is the the Masamune actually supposed to be? Let's see. It, the Masamune sword is estimated FF7 to be
1: anywhere between six to eight feet long, but wow. but at the same time, I guess it kind of depends on what scene you're watching with Final Fantasy. Anything because That's I true. feel like one scene it'll look pretty like okay, it's you know human length. That's not too bad. And then another scene, he'll be like a mile away and slashing
2: people, and it's like, okay, did it grow?
0: And that, that could be it. Well, how about
2: how about just the impracticality of you know the two times that it happens of him you know stabbing Cloud completely through? <laughs> hold on, hold Cloud on, hold on. Like... Me, I got to take ten <laughs> feet step, ten feet back. And then he like grabs the blade, and it somehow, even though it's despite being suspended by it, be able to like lift Sephiroth. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that actually does not make sense physics wise
0: yeah and not to medically i mean you're getting stabbed the shock and you gotta be able to pick him up with it no i'd be crying <laughs> you're right <laughs> oh my god um okay so what about looking at this article here um it talks about let's see it mentions the rumbling rose keyblade the flaming swords okay let's start flaming swords like practicality behind <laughs> that actually having a sword of fire. so made strictly of yes.
1: fire or a sword on fire. Yeah, either one because a sword on fire uh, I'm pretty sure is actually a tactic that used to be used like an intimidation tactic that used to be used you know way back in the day. but I'm pretty sure that'll damage your sword like I mean swords are created through heat. So I imagine that's like you set your dip your sword in some oil, set it on fire you keep it like that for 15 minutes you're gonna slice slice at somebody and it's gonna they're just gonna cut your
2: sword in half true yeah i always think of that um that one character in game of thrones uh who, what was it was it a barrack <laughs> that, <his> <laughs> that was always pretty badass yeah it was <laughs> i'm trying to like stay away from final fantasy but that series has so many like impractical weapons pretty like, much all of
1: uh orange the- weapons are kind of like <clears throat> Like Oran's and Titus's are kind of like, uh eh, I don't know if that actually work.
2: Maybe that's the oracles use books yeah. and bards use hearts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I'm not really
0: sure so how that works. Of the book. Ico uses the flute. Who's here played a lot of the Xenoblade games? I think didn't you, Jay?
1: I've played the second one, which has pretty ridiculous weapons.
0: I haven't played like, too much of that. Like so there's uh there.
1: one of the characters has like like little round things that you, they kind of look like like brass knuckle blades like it's you, you kind of hold them like they're brass knuckles but they're big blade circle things and it's like like you punch and slash and stuff and and it's probably a decent weapon in real life but at the same time it's kind of like like you have no range or anything
2: hmm. yeah i mean i don't even right. know what the heck uh, is up with the
1: main character sword it's like this thing that closes up and then it opens and a, just energy pops out. I'm pretty sure having energy as like a sword, like the idea of lightsabers and stuff like that is like totally debunked. Like you can't have concentrated plasma like that.
0: For now. Yeah.
2: Um, well, the first one has the the Minato. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I have been playing that and I, was, I just keep thinking about those drinking game rules we made. At the time, I uh, I had not played Xenoblade, and I vastly underestimated how much that the rules we came up for that one would kill you. <laughs> uh. I think one of them was how often the word Monado gets said. It's constant, so <laughs> um, so that's kind of a ridiculous weapon too. It's like an odd shaped sword with a hole in the middle, but it it can shoot out like a lightsaber type thing, like a beam sword kind of. Um, <laughs> so that's hmm. pretty nuts. Um, I couldn't even tell you like what the other characters used, though. Uh, yeah, I'm not... So I think maybe Xenoblade keeps it more mostly tight. Xenoblade 2 is a little,
1: a little silly. What about... Um, <clears throat> how many RPGs are actually using guns?
2: Um, Real guns, hmm. not gun blades. Real nope. guns. So you use a gun in Wild Arms. This is true. Well, it's an arm. One character, that's all he can do. It's an arm, in all an caps. Armed. <laughs> yeah. Apparently forbidden. Um,
0: the legends of like uh, Gaia might—I mean, those things you attach to the arms—they turn into weapons. I think. if I remember think, correctly.
1: I think there are a couple in Final Fantasy that quite a, actually probably quite a few that
0: that have guns. I mean, Ten
1: has some guns. I don't even think you get a character that uses guns though. In
0: Not in Ten. Yeah.
1: I think you do That's in 10 12, two.
0: Ten Two, you, you do.
1: You you do That's in Twelve. Point. Uh, as well, I'm pretty sure. Um yeah, 12 has a Yeah, balthier
0: 11. uses that. Uh 10 2, Una uses uh, it's part of their dress sphere.
2: Uh, oh yeah. I <laughs> get that. Yay. Yeah. She goes from using a, a staff to double yeah, t- yeah. proficient. It's hilarious. <laughs> she went totally to do yeah. you think
1: they really went from like like I did I never ever saw in 10, I had never seen any like perfectly well polished pistols like that like handguns like they look like pristine like two desert eagles it's like ah they went from where like like rifles that looked like they were being jammed with gunpowder and like weird cannons but and you all of a sudden have two like perfectly awesome (laughs) handguns like i don't i'm skeptical
2: so I started thinking about the Mario RPGs just now, and you know, that's Mario is pretty cartoony, so insane things aren't totally out of the norm. But I remember in Super Mario RPG, one of Bowser's weapons is he literally throws Mario into the enemy. Oh, (laughs) and that's his normal attack. So, and it's actually a pretty good one. Um, And if Mario is like has a status effect on him or is dead, he'll throw like a Mario doll instead so uh, <laughs> that's pretty nuts i'm gonna maybe we should like throw each other little, <laughs> i don't know uh,
1: what about bows <laughs> bows and arrows i know there are a couple that use crossbows that's pretty sane but are there any like super ridiculous bows that are just like oh i don't know if that'd work I'm, I'm trying to think of some
2: well in 13-2 sarah uses a bow and it also transforms into a sword, sword on the yeah
1: <laughs> i wonder i wonder how that's realistic cool. that is i wonder if anybody can build that
2: you should look into that.
1: <laughs> I would like this. That's I would like this job. sword bow. Um, it needs to be able to slice my enemy, enemies as well as transform into a bow uh, within a matter of seconds. Uh, that is fully stringed and will allow me to then shoot my enemies. <laughs>
0: that will be three, three city. <laughs> uh, what else are we? I forgetting? don't know. But like you said, King uh, the uh, Final Fantasy games tend to have the most off the wall ones.
2: But well, what in fifteen? Noctis's main weapon is the yeah. That's a weird one. Sword. Like what? So how does that it work? It yeah.
1: vibrates. I have no idea. He he, he pulls the the um, what's it the the string like it's a lawnmower and it says. Just... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I want to see that now. Yeah. Hold on,
1: guys. Hold on. Uh, uh, oh, I think
2: it needs oil. <laughs>
0: um.
2: In Legend of Legaia,
0: they just used their fists. Uh, right? it's all kung basically, fu. kung fu. Like supposedly, okay. If you watch the secret movie um, in the very beginning of the of the game, like if you let it sit on the main menu for a minute, it will play a yeah. uh, kind of like a mini game or mini trailer. In the very end of it, the main character Vaughn, his little roshru, I think, uh, grows a sword out of the front of it, but that never happens oh, right. in the game. Never. <laughs> You've beaten, beaten it before, like right? times. I oh, love shit. I love that
2: game. <laughs> I've somehow underestimated your your love oh, for yeah. that game. I think every uh,
1: time you see a um, like a really big sword or a really big hammer, you have to go like, oh, okay, all right. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'll suspend. It's kind of like the same with anime too. Like anime has some of the most ridiculous weapons. Like they'll they'll like have a sword and then all of a sudden it transforms into something that's like thirty times bigger. And it's
2: like, well, hold on now. That's definitely a, uh, just a finished a joke. Yep. Basically,
0: hygiene. you <laughs> just spend, like Jason, all visions of reality and <laughs> I'm go, a okay. A grower,
1: not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So I think that covers, like I said, it was just going to be a quick little topic. I wanted to see what your guys' opinions were on impractical, crazy weapons. So. Yeah. I'm probably going to think of
2: like 30 more like yep. crazy ones. Like, oh, I can't believe we didn't <laughs> talk
0: about that one as soon as we're
2: done. Here.
1: And th- there are a lot of weapons that that I guess contextually matter, like the uh, like the keyblade kind of matters in context. What exactly is happening? Yeah. Goofy shield is also another stupid one. Like nobody just uses a shield.
2: Come on,
0: Captain America.
1: <laughs> That's another one.
2: I guess Goof- Goofy is basically like uh, just. You know, cartoon Captain America because he does like throw his shield. Sometimes, it just comes right? back, and then it, You know yeah, what's I, also really yeah.
1: ridiculous? Anytime anybody uses a boomerang as a weapon, boomerangs That's are true. not good yes. weapons. I don't care what anybody says.
2: <laughs> well, in thirteen, uh, they're actually like technological boomerangs. So, like Hope's boomerangs when he throws them, they, they're like programmed. He can actually control where oh, they they're go. They're a drone. Make them That's come a drone back to boomerang. Him. Yeah, kind of a drone array. It's kind of. And oh so man! Or, hopes to yes, boomerangs are another one
1: that's really dumb. Um, I just uh, slingshots. Like, I I swear there are some games where like it's slingshot. It's like, oh, well, I guess I could do some damage, <laughs> but I don't know if you're gonna be taking out like demons with slingshots. You're just gonna
2: piss them off. Yeah. Just add an engine to it. <laughs> yeah. And it'll uh, another
1: another good game <laughs> that I haven't played in a very long time: Dark Cloud Two. The main character has a wrench. His main his main oh. weapon starts out as a wrench, and you can custom, like that. Actually, has a pretty sweet level of customization that you have with with the weapons. Uh, you can like take it down a, a customization path,
2: but yeah, it just starts out as a wrench. I mean, have you ever been whacked on the head with a wrench? No. Imagine it hurts.
1: I, yeah, probably, especially a, <laughs> a wrench as big as the one that he
2: has. You just take out the third form of God at the end <laughs> with your wrench. And just smack him with it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's yeah, it's
1: called a battle wrench and it is there you go it starts out as like a normal looking wrench it's just big and then you like slowly build it up into being like some crazy freaking like there's a drill wrench <laughs> and there's also a like a form where it's a turtle shell it's a pretty actually a pretty
2: good game I
0: kind of want to play it now
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right well do we want to wrap the, the discussion yeah let's up just go
0: and do that we we've discussed a little bit about wrap them. Wrap
1: it up. Wrap it Tell up. Tell us
0: your craziest weapons or what we forgot.
2: Uh, just let us know on Twitter or yes. Discord. <laughs> okay, so you guys ready to move on to the RPG club? Not really, yeah. but all right.
1: All right, everyone.
2: Quiet down.
1: All right. We're here today to bring to order the next session of the RPG Club. All in favor? All opposed? And looks like the eyes have it. Then let the RPG Club commence!
2: Okay, so, uh, like we said before, this, uh... The goal was to get to the sacred shrine by August twenty third, which is today as of this recording. How'd you guys do? Well, Your Honor, <laughs> <laughs> I uh,
1: <laughs> I just beat the boss on the ghost ship last night before I went to bed. That's the farthest I was able to get.
2: Okay. Oh, that's that's not that far. <laughs> I know, Scott. <laughs> Considering where I, we were I to get tried to. to go without the guide
1: and the um. What's the place right before that? The Pleasant Garden, the pleasing, pleasing garden, guarding. the pleasing garden of garden. pleasing. Yeah. Sounds Ooh. great, not great. No, 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 no. Oh no! <laughs> I, I just, I tried to do it without a guide, and I just kept making all the wrong choices. It's like this is incredibly frustrating.
2: Dude, that dungeon is serious. Uh, as far as like, if you don't have a guide, like, I, it probably would have taken yeah, it forever.
1: I tried to do it, and then a- after probably a good hour of me being like, I. Don't know why I keep picking the wrong. Like I, I, it seems like I picked every single wrong choice to make, and then I was like, okay, I'm getting the guide, and pretty much every single portal that I had left that I hadn't already chosen was the correct one to go in. So I kind of screwed myself there,
2: but outside of that, there's one part where it's like, in order for the right passageway to open, you have to go to the rooms in a certain order. There's not even like a switch you you press. I'm pretty sure you
1: have to pick up. It, you either have to go into a Southern room or you have to get an item out of there, out of the treasure chest chest in order for the switch to show up.
2: And it's like just a, like a regular heel. Yeah. Berry and I'm just like, something. I don't, <laughs> i
1: never ever, cause I don't care about all the extra items. And, uh, but right. I
2: never, usually whenever I'm
1: reading the guide, when it's like, okay, go left and grab this heel berry and this thingy, and then go back and take a right instead. I'm just like, I'm just going to take a right. I don't care about it. And so like I skipped over the part of like go south all the way south and get this berry and then go up and press the switch to the left. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go press the switch to the left and there was no switch to the left. And so I like tried to I like went back to the beginning and refollowed the guide and I was like I don't know what else to do. I guess I'll just go and get the berry and then that like yeah. after I got the berry I went back and the switch was there so I'm like that that's not
2: cool. <laughs> yeah that, that is pretty shitty well how far did you get rich next <laughs> did you play I played a little all... bit not much okay well where did you actually I'm get still up? in wait you're, you're still in the first part I bet aren't you <laughs> <laughs> just finger guns yep
0: yep that's basically it do you remember where at in the first part still the spot I left at just so I was kind of grinding a little bit for some money
1: dude mm-hmm. money okay. goes fast these weapons are expensive yeah I yeah, uh yeah.
2: Like I'm, I pretty much cleaned out every time I hit town.
1: i yeah, unfortunately. But, but my I thing, have,
0: with this is, I still like it. I still like the game. I think it's a, it's, it's a really good game. I just need to put mm-hmm. more time into it before Scott finds me and beats the crap out of me.
1: I am definitely going to be playing it this week, to get caught up and yeah, and I make progress. To. I, I uh, will be
2: tonight. Yeah,
1: I my life okay. decisions of trying to find a new job, uh, which. I will admit is very privileged. I, I will say that finding a new job in the middle of a pandemic, as well as you know, leaving a job that is quite good. Um, but still I made the decision and it was very, very time consuming, way more time consuming, consuming
2: than I ever would have imagined. I think we talked about it on the last club episode or may, maybe last week or whatever, but I remember, they basically gave you like a full like school project to do that's part of your, in, your interview. Yeah, and, and
1: I'm also like very much a perfectionist, especially whenever I'm, I'm working on stuff. I'm the kind of person that's like, Oh, I don't really understand this. And then I sigh yeah. and then I spend two hours reading and like researching it so I can actually understand it. And then I'm like, Oh, there goes two hours of my life. Um, So that, that's pretty much what I ended up having to do. And was, it, the project kind of like, or like the, the interview um, coding challenge. It was technically they give you a week to do it, but it was pretty in depth and it, it, it was very networking heavy, like with IP addresses, cider blocks. And I was like, well, I I haven't even thought about this since, you know, college classes. So I'm going to have to uh, go relearn a lot of this as well as like, you know, data science or like computer science data structures, like binary trees and radix trees. And it was like, Oh, well crap. Oh. And then, so I had to like do that project, which I, I, and you're still yes, working, working full time. I had to put all of my, um, uh, I pretty much put all of my extra time into that. I put, I did more than was expected of me, unfortunately. And probably fortunately, cause I got, I got the job, but then yeah. I also had to present <laughs> it to like, the team that I was going to be joining, which was 10 people on the call. So that was pretty, pretty uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I'm proud of you despite your, well, and then this stuff. past week <laughs> I
1: had to get caught up on stuff for the day job as well as, you know, uh, trying to wrap up home projects as well as filling out all of the onboarding crap that has to be done before I start at the new company. So yeah, I a lot of things. I think you still get a strike, though. I do still though. get a
2: strike, yes.
0: <laughs> and this is strike two for Rich. I was like, why don't we just chalk so, this up to me just losing my losing a vote.
2: <laughs> As a reminder, at strike three, uh, the punishment for us hosts is you lose your voting and nomination for the next RPG Club game.
1: So, <laughs> it's not
2: lost yet. Are we gonna reset that when we start the new club game, or is it just gonna be? Oh uh,
1: of- let's reset it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're they're like, please. <laughs> I did finish my uh my part of the 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 club. That's because I- you're the I best mean, of for, us. I mean, for
1: <laughs> what it's worth, well, you were also on vacation. Okay, Scott. So for <laughs> what it's for what it's worth, I, I enjoy the game. I, I actually enjoyed playing it more uh, last night than I had the nights the the previous times I had played it. So, I'm enjoying the game. I'm having a good time. I, I had pretty much have it on auto battle, even for the bosses, and it's doing a better job than I would be doing. So, huh, that's so I kind of like that. <laughs> but outside of that, so, I mean, the mechanics and stuff, it's a fun game,
2: puzzles. But how are we going to do this? Uh, talk about what was covered since. Just talk about it.
1: Just
0: go. Yeah. I, I mean, care. if we yeah, I'm, I can look it up in a guide. And you guys don't care about
2: spoilers no. at all because there are a couple things that happen. Nope.
0: Just give the abridged version of like the best you can.
2: Right. Okay. So you start out at the sand river, which is just a dungeon. And, uh, I was very worried at first because my plan was to play, uh, the Vita on the car ride down and back from the beach. Unfortunately, apparently the Vita screen is not that great because I could not see shit, uh, in the car. Like there was too much light or something and i actually gave myself a headache and got car sick Ugh. trying to like see what was going on <laughs> on the screen so welcome to vacation it's uh yeah luckily i was able to wake up like kind of early during the first half of the vacation and uh, cuz we went an hour behind so my sleeping schedule was fucked up a little bit um even from just an hour but i did get through there that dungeon annoyed me even when i could see cuz it's like you have to like follow the sand rivers and be on a certain yeah, side
1: yeah it I did use the guide for that one and like while I was using the guide, like I felt like, Oh, I would have been able to do this. That's why I went guideless the next time I played, which was a mistake. And I now realize I am probably three or four times faster with the guide. And just because the guide that I'm using takes you to every single chest to get every single thing. And I realized that's still faster than me trying to fumble my way through it because I am basically three years old from these modern games <laughs> spoiling me
2: right um, so i've been using a guide too so that's that's another attribute to my speed like i don't I know if i would
1: have been able to i don't know if i would have realized to just jump off the bridge into the sand
2: like <laughs> and it matters which side of the bridge you jump off to like if you're not like all the way to the right you go the wrong yeah
1: way. and i don't know there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot with these
2: yeah so you get through there, and then you get to a town just called uh, the Ship Graveyard, apparently because like ships crash nearby and wreckage just constantly floats up. As I think, also the,
1: the guide I'm following says that the Ship Graveyard was west of leaving the cave. I'm like, uh, there's nothing to
2: the west. This is east. <laughs> I'm like, you found yeah, it eventually. Found it. Um. So then you have to go to the Pleasing Garden, which we've already kind of talked about how confusing that dungeon is. Um, you, you have to, in the, like, in
1: the ghost town, ghost ship town, you have to go and talk to the previous, um, what, what do they call the adventurer people? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, dream, dream chasers. chasers. And he's like, I was a dream chaser <laughs> once, but my wife died and I'm crippled and her necklace is still there.
2: Right. So that's the reason you have to go there is some dude asked you to go get the necklace. I'm glad you remembered that cuz I don't remember some of these it, details. Even though it was These so RPGs
1: recent. kind of make me laugh cuz it's like if some random guy that I just met was like, "Hey, go wander in the desert until you find this uh this like disappearing and reappearing dungeon that killed my wife and crippled me um and get the necklace back." And they're just like, "Okay."
2: Like I would be like, no,
1: <laughs> I'm go. not doing that.
2: <laughs> you pay me for that. Did you have any trouble with the boss here? The the Gig Mantis, I believe it was. Called. Um,
1: the, I died the first time, and then I I put uh, everybody on auto. I put um, uh, Mister No Speaky and Mister Does Everything on auto battle, and then put Cecilia. Like I would control Cecilia so that I could switch between using the freeze spell and healing Mm. and that worked really well i killed it in like no time
2: that's interesting i actually did try using auto battle at one point but i i didn't like how you couldn't cancel out of it yes you can i guess so i just yeah Uh, so in
1: the main menu before you press so like uh at the start of each one of your turns you kind of have like a uh like an action menu and then the like the menus for whatever action you pick like it's the fist in the middle and then to the left there's a little horn Mm -hmm just switch over to that horn and then you can set reset everything back to whatever stat like whatever battle type you
2: want that was today years old (laughs) so i I would put rudy
1: (laughs) and um uh what's indiana jones's name's jack Jack. Uh, so i'd put rudy and jack on all out mode for auto battle and then cecilia on manual Mm. um and i got lucky because right before that battle that's whenever i bought the free spell and that, that spell did like 600 damage on the Mantis every single time.
2: Yeah, I remember that working pretty well. But anyway, after that dungeon, you go back to Ship Graveyard and you run into our old pal Bartholomew, uh, who was the ship captain of the Sweet Candy, as I think was the name of the, the ship. Oh, one more thing <laughs> that I thought was um,
1: weird and I never would have thought of. After you beat the Mantis, you pick up its head and throw it at the crystal. Like, like that's how you that. that's how you progress to the next stage, and it's like that's that weird. doesn't even it doesn't make sense.
2: <laughs> Why would you do this? That, maybe that's another weird RPG weapon. <laughs> um, but there's apparently the ship. You want to use the ship to go somewhere for some reason. Um, but there's like a fucking haunted ghost ship out in the ocean. So you go out there to take care of that. Did you? Have, you said uh, this is where you stopped, Jay. Did you actually finish the dungeon? Um.
1: Yeah, I, I beat the boss, but then like um, saved my uh, state right after I beat him and went to sleep.
2: Actually, speaking of auto battle, when I got to that boss, I forgot to turn it off before I went in. And of course, I didn't know that you can catch a lot of it. So I like lost a, a fair amount of progress there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you get rid of the ship. There's actually like a kind of like cool scene where the haunted ship sinks and They're all looking out at the horizon, and it's beautiful again. But then uh, Bartholomew gives your party uh, the—they let you use the ship. So then you get a ship that you can sail around the ocean on, the inner sea. You can find bottles and shit. And basically the world kind of opens up a little bit at this point to where you you can go back to previous locations and shit if you want to. I went back to Atlahide for some reason and got some new— or restocked on items and shit like that. Um, But then the next dungeon is the Tri-Pillar, which you guys will find very interesting when you get there, because it forces your party to split up into three again.
1: Oh, oh and, uh, no! <laughs>
2: yeah, so it's very easy if you're not paying attention for the enemies to just kind of like wipe you out. If you if you're since you only have one wipe, character, wipe, wipe them out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, pro tip: it, Cecilia's path has a save point in it in that dungeon. So if you can get there. Then you can sort of save scum your way through the dungeon like uh you know switch back and forth between your characters and save whenever you want oh so I recommend doing that if you remember when you get there but at the top once you, all three characters have gotten to the top and all that the boss is the mage fox I re- which I actually had a hard time I just read it
0: as Megan Fox
2: oh <laughs> uh, I wish although I'm sure she wouldn't look great in these graphics I um but this boss was actually pretty tough. I had to like pull out all the stops, kind of, and I think I actually lost once. Oh. so I can't remember what the deal was, but look forward to that. So then you go to Rosetta Town, I believe, and is the there whole a stone deal there? here is there should be. I don't remember. Got to be stone. A stone there. Um, every it's like a rich town, and everybody there kind of sucks. They're just like uppity and snooty, Sp- and can and speak shit like multiple that. languages hmm um <laughs> uh, but there is an an eel girl that ancient race that they talk about all the time that lives here and she's like ostracized by the community and so everybody kind of like hates on her oh that's sad
1: time. oh so it's like the united states
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um so she actually you befriend her uh rudy actually like defends her from the town bullies which are the mayor's sons but the mare is sick, and so, and the eel, I hope I said, it. it's like E-W-L, yeah, it's a I, really weird I word to say. I do not know how to pronounce it. <laughs> the eel girl knows of a, a herb in the forest that will heal the mare. So, you all, the girl's name is Mariel, I believe, um, so you, you all band together, go to the forest, it's really short, like it's literally It's pronounced It's pronounced Elu. That was, Elu? Huh. I just. I just, that was my timer for 15 minutes, so I'm going to try to speed through the rest of this. Um, uh, so then the next dungeon, it will, you heal, you heal the mayor, but the townsfolk are really still mean to, uh, the, the eel girl, Mario. I uh, don't think if there's, if there's any resolution there actually. Um, so then you go to the Volcanon Trap, which is another major dungeon. Um, there's lots of lava in here. You have to use your grappling hook, which you get in the, the haunted ship to like sort of get over lava and shit. Is there a lot
0: of massive so when you dungeons sh- in, this, in this game?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's basically like town, dungeon, town, dungeon, which I guess you could really reduce a lot of RPGs. Oh, okay. Status, I was like, but... oh my God.
0: <laughs> um,
2: Be careful when you're there because when you step on the lava, you take damage, but it's like a lot of damage. It's not like most RPGs where it's like, yeah, I could walk on this. Oh, okay. Blade. That's awesome. <laughs> um, at one point, Zed bursts through the wall and you fight him again in this dungeon. And then, oh, and I forgot—you also come here with uh, Calamity Jane and MacDolan, her butler, um, and because they're looking for treasure, so you sort of team up with them, and um, you defeat Zed, and then the whole thing turns out to be a trap because they thought that they were going to find like the key to some legendary weapons or something here, but it was a setup by the hmm. demons, and so you fight Belselk. And he tries to use, like, absorb the power of the ruins so that he can, like, actually take you out this time. But Calamity Jane, like, takes out the source of the power. She just, like, sort of knocks over pillars and shit. Um, so then you fight Belsel, and you actually defeat him. And he's, like, talking about he can't believe he lost. But then he actually gets, there's the spoiler, guys, he gets assassinated <gasps> um, by yeah, no. <laughs> a new demon. Uh, whose name is Boomerang? Boss swap, and yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what his deal was, but like, there's a scene where Mother talks about how she's going to replace Bell Selk with uh, Boomerang. Mother and uh, the other demons in the squad, the the Order of No Quarter or whatever yeah. they're called, the Quarter Knights. <laughs> they uh, they are not happy about it because apparently, like, Boomerang's even more evil than they are, or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember the details. But uh, Zeke and Mother have an argument about whether or not he should be added to the squad. Huh. Um but they get out of there. And the interesting thing is that Boomerang has a partner named Lucy, and it's actually one of the like the guardian gods that are supposed to be like on your side. So I don't think it's actually been revealed like what the deal with that is yet.
0: Mind control. But... <laughs> and then a boss right. swap.
2: Maybe. Maybe that's why they're happy about it. Um, so then you go to Court Syme, which is a town. Wait, I think I'm forgetting something. The Giant's Cradle. Oh, that's, you go there and you uh, find another golem. And, uh, what's her face? The girl from Adelaïde the scientist? Uh, Emma. She helps you excavate it. And there's a cool scene where, like, they can't figure out how to activate it. But, uh, Cecilia, she, like, talks to it overnight while everybody's asleep, and it comes alive. Like, she convinces her of their worth or something like that that's a cool scene um and then you go to court Syme, which is a town uh there's not you get some more scenes about rudy's past here i don't really remember the details and then the last dungeon of this section is the epitaph c where uh it's like a tower and there's actually some cool scenery here like the backdrops and stuff uh i don't really remember a lot of the details but um you fight boomerang and lucid here and it's actually kind of a tough fight like they do a lot of damage, so recommend to go in prepared there. But you defeat them, and they're kind of like just we weren't even using a fraction of our power. Oh, kind of nice! Deal. And then they they get away. Uh, you go back to the town. Oh, that's always a funny trope. Um,
1: Guy I only used eleven point seven five percent of my true power.
0: Right. So if you just use all your power, you, you can just end it right now and you win.
1: Yeah, like what, what you. What you holding up for, man?
2: Um, back in court, Syme, Uh, Alhazad, the the weird white lion demon appears, and he basically says he wants you to give him the rune drive, which is the thing you got in the last dungeon. Um, and he's going to kill everyone in town if they they don't give it oh, to him. Oh, that's sad. Why? Why? It's yeah. so mean. So you have to, right? You have to go to the uh, sacred shrine and that is the end of this section. How long did this part? I guess you, you, this whole block. Um, I've actually been recording my times at various checkpoints. So, um, I got to the sand river around 12 hours and 27 minutes and I finished this section at 18 hours and 49 minutes. So I guess a, a little over six so, hours, which is about how long they're supposed I to be. I think
1: Corey said, uh, uh, not Corey. Colin. Colin said that he kind of plowed through it, didn't he? Like, just yeah. like a handful of hours."
2: Okay. Yeah, I don't. I think it only took him like three or four. Which, mm. remind me to tell you something secret about this after the we're done recording. Okay. <laughs> I have some have some dirt. I love dirt. <laughs> Dirt's good. Um. So I was able to like improve my speed on this one. And the game continues to be fun. I like how the bosses are getting a little bit more challenging. You can't just necessarily spam the same attacks over and over, although maybe y'all's experience will be different. Huh. Um, I'm still enjoying the game. I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. So it's fun enough, I guess. Very retro. But uh, you guys have a lot of ground to catch up. There, I have right? a lot of ground. So Jay's got... she,
0: he's okay. He's, he's, he'll get there.
2: But now we have a new section we got to get there.
0: And so. just pours on the salt <laughs> on the wound.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so hopefully everybody is still enjoying the RPG Club, and uh, we shall continue to plow th- forward. Um, so, again, the, the new checkpoint is to finish the gate generator dungeon by September 6th.
0: So, yeah. All right. You guys ready to wrap up? Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap, wrap. Wrap it up.
2: Time to wrap it up.
0: All right, so, Jay, what are we doing next week?
1: We are going to have a nice little uh, retrospective, and hopefully we can get the community involved because I'm really interested in, in just seeing how everyone's doing uh, with gaming and the pandemic. Um, so we've already talked about, uh, in the aftercast, we've talked a little more on the political side with the pandemic and, and, and kind of a more darker tone. We've talked about it. Um, but I'd like to kind of look at this as a retrospective, staying as positive as we can. Um, so kind of, kind of uh, we're going to be reaching out and just asking the community, like, how's everyone doing? Uh, what, how's everyone coping? How is, uh, is gaming helping? Is it not helping? What are some things that you would, uh, like to have been able to do, um, if the pandemic didn't happen, uh, as well as just seeing if, um, like how us three are kind of handling everything. Uh, it's been a, been a l- a little bit since we've uh, actually like had check ins and catch ups. Um, so I imagine we can probably spend the whole episode just catching up. From I feel like it's been forever since we had a casual.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's actually been over a month since we did like a full catch up yep. segment. A yeah. so lots <laughs>
1: happened. Um, so yeah. Uh, if you have any thoughts about gaming during the pandemic the pros and cons of it has it helped has it has it not helped um more specifically if there is anything we could do in the future to maybe make a pandemic not so bad um but hopefully everything hopefully we won't ever have to like worry about this again but yeah we'll we'll move on from
2: there dude not to not to dwell on it too much but i i'm worried that this is our new normal like we're going to be doing. We're, I'm worried we're going to be here next year. So This time, so. probably not. Let's be we'll positive. See. Positivity. Yes. And we said on the uh, the episode about the JRPG July and all that that I liked what you said about how just those community events in general are yeah. very helpful to like sort of bring people together. Yep. Yeah. Um. So plugs. Uh, one way you can help out the show. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, rate and review us on your Podcatcher app, assuming it has a review service. A lot of them don't. But Apple Podcast, Stitcher, all that—it uh, really gets helps get the show out there, and we appreciate your feedback. Hopefully, it's positive. But an even better way to support the show
0: is with our Patreon. Get early access to episodes, ad-free episodes. So you don't care about Anchor and various other things uh, that probably we work network. Uh, Aftercast extra reviews with Scott and Corey have some extra reviews in the pipeline. RPG Club, which we just talked about is, I'm fairly, I'm really enjoying it once I get more involved with it, but I think it's a great, great thing that we've added to the show uh, and much more. So you can find us at patreon.com slash RPG
2: after years. Yes. Uh, another place you can find us is on Twitch. We are streaming this live right now and hope to continue doing more streams as time goes forward. As a reminder, our uh, maybe we should add this to what we say whenever we talk about Twitch. We normally record uh, our episodes at 9 a.m. Eastern time on Sundays. So that is when you can catch us. But hopefully we'll be doing some extra streams too. Um, you can find us at twitch.tv slash RPG.
1: After- Another good way to reach us is just through email. So if you have feedback, uh, you don't want to submit a, a review, um, because maybe it's some negative feedback that you want to give us, give us a chance to improve on it without, you know, uh, totally you know kicking us and stabbing us. Um, you can send that via email, but also if you just have feedback, generalized feedback, uh, maybe topic suggestions, you can send that to rpgafteryears at gmail.com.
0: All right. Discord. This is where our community uh, gets together and talks about anything and everything related to RPG and gaming in general. Uh, the link can be found in the show notes or our pinned tweet on Twitter.
2: Yes. And speaking of Twitter um, You can find the show At RPG Years And
0: you can find me At The Scott Spark. And me at HailBlue1569
1: You can find me at jayd
2: And if you're interested You can find Bill at Matunica With two in. Matunica
1: or Matunica
0: <laughs> uh, And I think that's about it So we've covered some of the craziest weapons In RPGs there's going to be more in the future, I can tell you that, with different games as time goes on. Um, and the RPG Club will also continue. Join us next week for our discussion about gaming and the pandemic. But until then, I'm Rich. And I'm okay. We'll catch you guys next time for episode 30 of the RPG After Years. Bye.
2: Bye. Cool. Bye.